During the last few years, we've ventured into a lot of different fields. And we've had the opportunity to meet and work with a lot of wonderful people. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. And welcome to Disney WTF, brought to you by The Walt Daily. For those that don't know us by now, we're a Disney couple. One of us is a Disney fanatic. One of us is Disney challenged, which that is a new term I just learned. Thank you. Who was it that told me I was Disney challenged? Was it Susie? What was her name? Yeah. Yeah. She did. <laughs> I am Disney challenged. That's Shout my, out. <laughs> that's, my new, that's my new thing. But uh, yeah, somehow we've made a way to make this relationship work. And this is episode... 51, <laughs> which I'm, su- I'm super excited about it because we're now on the other end of 50. I know. Now we have to make these next 50 episodes 50 times more better than our last 50 I, episodes. I, can't, I cannot wait for 100. I'm looking forward to it. I know. Our 100 is going to be fun. For some reason, I was going to say 100 year anniversary, but yeah. I don't know. That was wrong. Yeah. How are you doing today? I'm okay. It's, it's a nice muggy day here in mm-hmm. South Florida. Um, it's the perfect podcasting day because you don't feel like you're missing so much from not being outside mm-hmm. it's just nice and cozy inside yeah what about I you i don't look i don't look great like for those watching right now you can see i haven't shaved in a while my hair is long for myself <laughs> things have been a mess Which, and the weather's not great so it's, it's so not. funny because richie's hair right now is probably like two millimeters long and he's like it's it's too much i gotta get, I gotta a, get a haircut i gotta get a haircut quite often he was really upset when his barber wasn't in today he wasn't there i was like you jerk his son's birthday like come on <laughs> the nerve yeah the nerve <laughs> <laughs> On, an, on a side note, though, if, if you were listening to our episode last week when Richie was wearing a Fantasia-inspired sketch shirt from Uniqlo, well, I'm wearing that shirt that he forbid me to wear to be twinsies last week. Yeah. So I'm, I'm wearing yeah. a toy, the Toy Story shirt from Uniqlo now. In honor of Toy Story Land opening up in a month? Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, a month and 10 days. This was a coincidence, though. I, wasn't, I didn't know exactly when it was opening. But headlines. All right. My first headline Wine Bar George at Disney Springs is officially open for business. Awesome. I know. I'm so excited. It's it's going to be, the hours are 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. So you can have a nice long day drinking wine. So why is this important? I, I don't know what this is exactly. So wine Other bar, than that's going to serve wine. Well, yeah. <laughs> so it's led by a master sommelier, which Ooh. in the wine world is a big, big deal. And if you haven't seen the 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 documentary called Som, S-O-M-M. It explains everything about why becoming a master sommelier is so, so important. So this whole concept of this bar is led by, I forget his last name. Oh my goodness, off the top of my head, but his name is George. Okay. (laughs) So he's going to be there, I'm assuming. Like, is he going to be there like talking about wine and stuff? I'm sure he will. Well, I don't know if he's talking about wine, but I'm sure he's probably going to make appearances every yeah. now and then. I don't know if he's going to be there 24-7, especially if it becomes a well-run ship. But it'd be pretty cool to meet him yeah. and cool. talk about, like, you know, oh, the Fruity Reds. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm swirling a glass in my hand for anybody watching. Not very well. 
But anyway. Well, anyways, yeah. Okay. So another thing, really quick, about just last thing about Wine Bar George. They have a picnic window called the Baskets, and it's literally, you get a picnic basket with food, a couple glasses, a carafe of wine, and you take it away. Oh my gosh, and then you could just go and eat it. That's pretty cool. At Disney Springs. I think that's how I want to experience the bar like first, and then we can go inside, yeah. or we could do it the other way around. Maybe we could be doing it on we the same day. We could set up like a, like a blanket on the boardwalk. Oh, that would be so good. No, romantic. wait, it's in Disney Springs, right? Yeah. You said? Oh, then somewhere in Disney Springs. I don't know why I pictured it being on the boardwalk. Okay, Disney but it's in Springs Disney Springs. Has like docks that yeah. resemble like a boardwalk. So we'll just take a like a like a rug, and just whoosh, like <laughs> let it out, and then just lay down right in front of it. You're just gonna pull that out of your back pocket. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I got my handy dandy rug. There you go. Ready to go. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. All right. Oh, it would be nice if you got candles too. That'd be romantic. I'm not gonna do that. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Next headline. Beginning May 28th, Magic Kingdom is going to be hosting a after fireworks dessert party mm. on the plaza or by the plaza. Yeah. And this is kind of different because dessert parties are typically, you know, before the fireworks, you enjoy your treats and then you have a good viewing spot for the, the nighttime spectacular. But this time it's going to be after the fireworks. Mm. So I'm, I'm not really sure why they chose to do that. I guess maybe that would be maybe they've gotten feedback from guests like oh i really didn't want to eat before the fireworks but after would have been cool mm-hmm. i'm not sure mm-hmm. um but it's going to start on may 28th the cool thing about this particular dessert party is that it's going to feature desserts that are inspired by the lands of magic kingdom so let me just run over them really quick frontierland is s'mores Pineapple Delights are Adventureland. Toffee Cakes are Liberty Square. Strawberry Tarts are Main Street USA. And this one I'm really not sure about. I mean, I I read that it's this is what it's going to be, but I'm not sure of the concept. Is a cookie table for Tomorrowland. Hmm. So they're going to be like some futuristic cookies maybe. Nice. Maybe okay. they'll have a purple wall cookie. Okay. <laughs> Speculation. Yeah. So, yeah. Last headline. Guess another MK headline. Magic Kingdom headline. Guest relations at Magic Kingdom is currently located in the entranceway to Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. But what they're going to be doing temporarily until June 2nd is stationing at window three from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. a guest relations um, area at the Tech Transportation and Ticket Center. And rumor is that they're doing this because the guest relations at Magic Kingdom gets so crowded so I, I guess they're space. trying to alleviate some some of the crowd levels at that particular window, yeah. um, and maybe resolve guest issues beforehand before they get onto actually Magic Kingdom. Cool. Okay. So that's going to be there until June second. Who knows? It might run longer. You know, Disney—they're pretty unpredictable. If something works out, they keep it, which is good, I guess. But that's a perfect segue because we're going to be talking about the transportation and ticket center today. Okay, cool. And I did a flash briefing about this, and the whole time I'm doing it, I'm like, ah, Richie would really appreciate this because of the history behind it. Like, yeah. it serves function, but also there's there's Walt connections, and there's so much history that goes into it that I think you're really going to enjoy it. 
Unless you already listened to the flash briefing, did you? I did not. Um, <laughs> and I, I'm, you know, I'm curious to hear what it's going to be about and how it's going to tie in because it sounds fairly, you know, when you told me this, what we're talking about, I was like, what can we possibly be talking about? Exactly. So, and I feel like that's the, that's the funny thing about the transportation and ticket center. It's like, people think it's a, a really unassuming kind of area. It's just some place you have to go before magic kingdom, mm-hmm. which it always was to me, like when I was growing up, it was just, you have, this is where the parking lot is. This is where you go to before you go to Magic Kingdom. But now that I've read up on it and researched it, it's pretty cool to learn why it's even there. Okay, let's get started. Don't look. So Transportation and Ticket Center, the description of what it is, is right in the name. So it has transportation, it's where you park your car, and it's also where you can buy tickets. So that's all one. Parking lot, all the way up to the lady that gives me my Disney, my annual pass. Correct. Okay, or gentleman. Yeah, exactly. Um, So a lot, for a lot of people, it's really where you start your Disney vacation. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you figure... Family drives in, they're maybe not even staying on property. Um, they park their car at the TTC or Transportation and Ticket Center, but we can call it the TTC because that rolls off the tongue a little bit better. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, and it's, it's kind of like the preamble to their experience at Magic Kingdom. And it's where they might even ride their first Disney ride, the tram, you know, the tram from the parking lot or the monorail to the park, or the ferry boat to the park. Which begs the question, are you more of a ferry or a monorail? Well, I'd, I'd probably rather ride the monorail. I don't know why it seems more convenient. Yeah. And you get better views, I would say. Yeah. I, you know, and I've, I've always, not always been a monorail person, but definitely I've leaned towards the monorail in the past because it's, you know, that idea like, oh, I'm going to get to the park faster. But lately, I've been really a fan of the ferry mm-hmm. because even though it may not seem as fast, I'm sure like the time difference is negligible. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so relaxing having the whirring of the of the boat and the breeze in your face. The breeze feels cool sometimes. Yeah, because it's chilly or because it's awesome. No, just because it's <laughs> it nice. Just feels cool. <laughs> I just double meanings. Um, so. Nowadays, because of the way the setup is, and we're going to go into the history in just a little minute. Yeah. Um, I know, I'm getting there. <laughs> but nowadays, the way the the transportation and ticket center is, a lot of people actually bypass it. So unless you're really driving in a car and parking at that parking lot, you're, you might not even experience the transportation and ticket center. Which, again, is a shame because of the Walt connections that we're going we're gonna to talk about. Um which let's just get into that. Yes. Because I, I, I see you're on the edge of your seat. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And we'll go over the rest of it later. <laughs> so Walt, it's said that when he was looking at this large area of land for where Magic Kingdom is going to go, mm-hmm. that he selected a specific plot of land that was at the very north end of the, the whole Walt Disney World mass like acreage. And the reason why he did this was because he wanted people to drive the length of the property in order to get to Magic Kingdom. And they placed it in such a way where it's literally like a mile away from the edge of the property. And it leaves just enough room for facilities and like backstage facilities and things like that. Um, 
But after Walt passed away and his brother Roy became the CEO, and you know this, he passed away several years before Magic Kingdom even opened. So probably just before construction actually began. The people who are also in charge of deciding where Magic Kingdom was going to go did not want to put it at the far north end of the property because jerks i know well that's the thing like they wanted to they thought it would be more economical and more convenient if they put it more towards where the highways were so the intersection of the two two main highways um by disney world are i4 and 192 Mm -hmm. so they thought it would be more economical and i mean it's one of those things where probably if they put it there you would have been able to see magic kingdom from the highway which was really probably something Walt didn't want. He probably wanted to have that anticipation build so that you couldn't see the Magic Kingdom from from the highway, kind of like- So you got there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like in Disneyland, it's right off the highway. Like you can see it from the highway. He probably didn't like that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it doesn't seem like it. Crap. <laughs> like when he drove by, he's probably like, crap. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. But- in, Interesting. At the end of the day, Roy, being the the CEO that 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 followed Walt, he put his foot down basically and said, "No, we're going to do this because this is what that what Walt wanted." Mm-hmm. And so that's ultimately where the the plot of land was put. So it happened. So it did happen. Mm. Yeah, it did happen. Um, I guess it's true. I can't really see the castle unless I am there. You can't see the castle really until you walk on Main Street. Yeah. So I mean, like unless you're flying or something. <laughs> or unless you, ha- I was just about to say, <laughs> unless you have a drone. Richie's very obsessed with his his new drone friend. I'm playing with it every day. Even though it's raining. Yeah. <laughs> Doris. Yeah. We so okay. Side note, we've named our our new drone Doris after the hat robot in Meet the Robinsons. Well, I named. Yeah, because I had no idea of that history. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought she just went with Doris. Just like, because right. it looks a lot that like Doris cool. because it's kind of scary and makes loud noises. I don't know. Yeah. It, it terrifies me sometimes. It is scary. Anywho. So once they decided that, okay, we are going to go ahead and put Magic Kingdom on this far end of the property, there was actually a problem with the parking lot situation. The area that would have housed the parking lot, it was all swamp. It was so swampy that it would not support the weight of a parking lot. So what they had to do was build the parking about a mile and a half away. And that's where the concept of the transportation and ticket center had to be put in place mm. because they couldn't, they couldn't put and ultimately actually the area right in front of magic kingdom is where seven seas lagoon is. So the waterway that you travel across on the monorail or not on the monorail on the ferry, monorail in the water that would yeah. happen um that's where that that initial parking lot would have been had it not been so swampy mm, that's interesting yeah it, it gets is, crazier but okay. go on no, no no the question i was gonna ask i thought it, i thought like that was part of i thought it was part of the plan to make it seem like you were mm-hmm. like leaving you know some world to travel to another yeah but it just ended up being that they made it that way because they couldn't actually figure out the parking situation like for it to be sustainable near it. that is quite interesting yeah and i mean if you think about like economically which you know in any 
risky venture, which of course Disney World was a risky venture because they didn't know if Florida residents would like Disney experiences as much as California residents when it was, you know, very, very early on. It, it would have made economically way more sense just, you know, to build the parking lot right in front, mm. you know, and even the, the cost of the monorail to build is allegedly a hundred million dollars per mile of monorail, which is a lot of money. Okay. <laughs> in like, I don't know if that's $1970, which means it would be like even way more money, but it just would have made more financial sense, but it didn't work out that way just because of the land that they mm. chose to do it on. So what they had to do was um, they built the TTC uh, about a mile and a half away, but that swamp area, they dug up that swamp and they put the man-made waterway in, so Seven Seas Lagoon. But what did they, they do with all that dirt from the swamp? They put all that dirt on top of the utilidors, which are the, the underground tunnel system for Disney facilities, because we know that the utilidors are technically built on the ground First floor. floor. Yeah. yeah. And then Magic Kingdom is on top of that. Well, they use the dirt from the swamp area or Seven Seas Lagoon and put it on top of the utilidors and physically built Magic Kingdom on top of that swamp area so that it didn't, I guess it wouldn't go to waste. Yeah. Smart. It's interesting because that's um, what Elon Musk right now is doing with, uh, they're building the tunnels. Mm-hmm of uh they're building like the tunnels for like transportation yeah and he's using all that all the debris that he basically digs up and he's turning it into like bricks and other stuff like to reuse and like repurpose it but, but doing what like on his other projects or is like no i think areas? he's gonna i think he's gonna make i i, I might have heard somewhere but i think he's gonna use it for housing mm-hmm. like he's gonna make a he's gonna take all that and turn it into bricks like like really affordable like bricks for housing Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. I think it might be for like low cost housing or something. Hmm. He's, he's definitely going to be using it. He said Lego. He said Legos also at some point. I think he's also going to use it to build a Lego company or like, I think I literally think he's doing some partnership with Legos. Elon Musk, he, he, he reminds me of some of your qualities in that like you are like this idea, this idea, this idea. There's so many things flying up in genius? the air. N- no, <laughs> I did not use that word. Well, because he is a genius. Well, I, be- I believe he is, but I feel like you, you've you got ideas too. People don't know I'm a genius. Oh my gosh. They're going to see it. It's going to happen. <laughs> well, anyways, let's, let's go back to Disney because okay. that interests me. <laughs> <laughs> not geniuses. And these listeners. Okay. <laughs> and these listeners. <laughs> so, so anywho, um, Another thing that is important about the TTC in terms of a Walt connection is going back to the experimental prototype community of tomorrow. So not Epcot that we have today, as in, you know, the World Showcase and Future World, but the original, original idea of what Epcot was supposed to be was a living community Mm -hmm. where you could live, work, play, all that. Walt conceptualized the idea that you would only use a car to get onto property. Once you're on property, it's monorail, it's a tram, it's a people mover, ferry boat type of situation. So he wanted all of that to kind of be all connected so you wouldn't have to use a car Mm -hmm. in order to get around the property if you were on property living. Yeah. So he really kind of envisioned a TTC and the, the way that they 
conceptualize the TTC when they actually had to build it build it up was from something that Walt actually wanted. Yeah. Which is super cool. You know what's going to get interesting? So I'm not sure if you're going to end up talking about this, but it's interesting to think about the, the trams that they're making. Um, what are they called again? Mon- monorails? No, 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 not monorails. Oh, the gondolas. The gondolas. But Uber just announced that they're going to, they have a vision for like sh- ride sharing in the air. But it would be super cool if, like, they also did that at Disney, where it's like you can, you know, obviously it might be expensive because the airway is going to be limited. Mm-hmm. But it'd be cool if you could take trips from, like, you know, one station to the next on through the air. Oh, that'd be super cool. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Ride sharing, like a commuter. It's probably going to happen. I mean, like, you think about if that really does scale to be an an inexpensive thing, mm-hmm. and it's safe, like. I mean, I mean, people thought cars were scary at some point. Like, they it, still are. It, but, like, I don't know. It would be cool that to see Disney. And, like, the whole future world, like, it would come be able to, like, be a real thing there, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I think that would be cool. Yeah, it would be. I mean, who knows what the future holds? Yeah. The possibilities are really endless. True. So, so that's kind of the connections to Walt. Now, in terms of current functionality, so, obviously, it's a parking lot. <laughs> Um, You can get tickets like we went over. Um, The buses used to drop you off from the resort hotels into the transportation and ticket center. So, you know, you're going from the All-Star, you're going from Caribbean Beach, which are resort hotels, and you parked, you left your car at the hotel, you took the, the Disney bus to the transportation and ticket center. But as Disney hotels and rooms expanded, the transportation and ticket center could no longer hold that capacity. Mm -hmm. So now what actually happens is the buses go directly to Magic Kingdom. So that's a whole nother swath of people that are not going to go to appreciate the TTC, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which I'm sure they're, you know, most people are probably okay with eliminating one transportation step. Yeah. We've never taken the bus in, right? No, we might have in the past. I don't think so. I think we probably drive just because driving does tend to be a little bit more convenient. So in, um, in like hockey and like games that involve like a goal, like a goalie, like hockey and soccer, there's these things called, um, like magic tricks where you basically, it's cause like they, I forgot, I don't know if it's magic trick, I forgot the name or something, but like, it's what happens when you, when you score three goals and it's like a trifecta, like that they call it. I forgot the name. I'm blanking out. So, but it'd be cool. Let me, this is what I'm getting to here. Okay. It'd be cool if like Disney had a name or it's like in one day you used all three of those transportations. So like you, you, you either went by, you know, boats came, did monorail and then also went by bus somehow. Okay. It should be called something. Ooh, land, air, sea. Yeah. But something, like com- it has to be something completely like random, like magic trick. What is the name of that thing? I gotta look that up. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm like drawing a blank. I'll look it up soon. I'll get back yeah, to I like literally have no idea. I'll I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'll, I'll Google right. it in a second. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So now, where was I going? <laughs> you brought me really off topic. I can't. I can't stop thinking of Disney mm-hmm. Magic. Um, so other things, other facilities that are located at the TTC currently are Lost and Found which I did hear a rumor that Lost and Found was going to be moved to a remote facility, but currently Lost and Found for all of Walt Disney World is located at the Transportation and Ticket Center. Yeah. 
And it also has coffee, like a Joffrey's coffee stand where you can get the giant donuts and, you know, a nice cup of coffee. And they mm, also have a gift shop. They also have a gift shop. Okay. So all of these other things are located there. And the two types of monorails that you could do, oh, I'm sorry, there's actually three monorail routes that are based out of the TTC. The express monorail, which takes you round trip directly from Magic Kingdom to the TTC or, you know, vice versa. Then you have the resort loop, which uh, lands, stops at all three of the resort uh, monorail hotels. So that includes the Grand Floridian, the Polynesian, and the Contemporary. And you can also take the monorail here to Epcot from from the TTC, which is yeah. pretty cool because if you wanted to park hop that day, you wouldn't necessarily have to get in your car and drive away, but you could just stay on Disney transportation for the day. Okay. So, and I don't think you've ever done that route from Magic Kingdom to Epcot on the monorail. Because I did, I'd have no idea. Well, because <laughs> I've only done it probably a couple times myself. Okay. Well, then, yeah, that's another cool thing we should do. Yeah. Well, it's a monorail. It's it's a full monorail resort tour. Loop. Monorail tour loop. That's what it is. That's what it is. It'd be a cool time lapse. Yeah, it would be fun. Something that I think that you'll also find interesting from like in terms of monorail and transportation differences from Disneyland to Disney World is that the parking lot for Disneyland is, you know, square in front of the park. You know, it's walking distance from the parking lot. And the monorail, even though they do have a tram, the monorail is more of an attraction. It's not really there for for transportation purposes. Yeah. So in the early days, it was considered an, an e-ticket attraction, which is the, the most fun, exclusive type of attraction that you could have got wow. got on. But of course, nowadays, it's just, you no, know, it's the monorail. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. So, um, but I think that for me, the TTC, it's it's always a good stop because of the anticipation that it builds to getting to Magic Kingdom. I just love it. Yeah. So, and, oh, I've always, and I don't know if I, I'm sorry if I didn't, if I already mentioned this and I'm mentioning it again, but it's worth mentioning again if I already did. The fact that you cannot see really the Magic Kingdom from the parking lot, I mean, I feel like that's something that Walt probably wanted, mm -hmm. you know, to, to make it so that you couldn't you couldn't spoil the magic, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned that earlier. Okay. But good good that we got it in there again. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be doubly sure yeah. that, that that's the case. So, yeah, that's a little bit about the TTC. Nice. I mean, that's awesome. I learned a bunch of stuff. And you thought that it was just going to be like, what the TTC? Yeah. It's definitely interesting. Was did we we only talked about the TTC for Magic Kingdom or are there multiple like topics about the TTC from other and other parks? No, this is the only TTC in Disney property. So no other there's no other TTC? I'm confused now. In terms of Walt Disney World, no. There's just one? Mm-hmm. At Magic Kingdom? Mm-hmm. That's how you get to all the other parks? Well, you you can technically take a bus from park to park. But even so, now I believe those come directly from um, Magic Kingdom. They don't. Mm. They don't even go to to the TTC. Interesting. You catch your minivans also at Magic Kingdom, not at the TTC. 
It's just, funny. you know. I'm catching minions. But yeah, you figure Hollywood Studios, you park in front of the park, you walk, you could see, you know, Tower of Terror right there. Yeah. Epcot, same deal. Animal Kingdom, same deal. But yeah, Magic Kingdom's special. It's got its own little hub. Yeah. I like the word preamble. I feel like that just describes <laughs> <Okay>. it. <laughs> well... Thank you so much for everyone that's tuning in. I really I thought you hope- were saying thank you to me. No. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome for this. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I hope everyone uh, learned a little bit something new about the TTC. I sure did. Definitely some interesting history behind it. And hopefully you'll look at it like a little bit differently. And for anyone that's watching on YouTube, we'd appreciate any subscriptions on there and follow us on all types of social medias. Like, comment, leave us reviews on iTunes. It really helps, you know, get the... It really helps that other people see the show and see that this thing even exists. So I um, hope everyone's enjoying the flash briefings that we've now put on here. And yeah, and just really quick about the reviews. We love the, you know any feedback you have, positive or negative. We want to hear it all because we want to know how we're doing and how we can make this show better for you. So definitely do that <laughs> if you have the time. <laughs> even if you don't have the time, just do it, please. Okay. So thank you everyone so, so much for watching. Thank you, Richie, for being a part of this. And we hope this brought a little bit of magic to your day. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. What is it called? Trick. Hat trick. Is that what I say? I said magic trick. You I said think. magic trick. It's, it's a hat, hat trick. trick. Okay, so this is gonna be after after the end credits. If you're here right now, it's called a hat trick. It's called a hat trick. We should call it hat trick of Disney. You ride the monorail, the bus, and the ferry. Like a boss. Alright. Okay. <laughs>